Welcome back, lords, ladies, and lovelies, to Black Girl Tea Party. I'm Aaliyah Dorsey. And I'm Yasmeen Hill. First things first, let's get right into the brew. Aaliyah, what flavor is your brew this week? Uh, My flavor is like sweet and spicy this week um about last week megan the stallion was on snl and her performance was magnificent she looked beautiful her background art said protect black women and she said so as well she gave us those bars she gave us fashion it was great um i am forever on team megan rooting for her every day um also i hope that tori lane is trips today um yes mean what is brewing for you in the world um well you already know i love meg but i have a little bit of a personal brew this week um i've been working this semester on applying for a fulbright grant and by this time next week my application will be done and submitted and the fate will be in somebody else's hands. So <laughs> if my name crosses your mind, think about happy thoughts, put out that positive energy. Honestly, I'm applying for a journalist program in Germany that I'm really excited about, but if it doesn't go my way, that's okay too. I'm just excited. Like I'm glad that the process is over, but I did learn a lot. So we're rooting for you. Yes. Always going to be on team Yasmin. Period. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, that that's what's brewing for me. That's what's been brewing for me for like months. And now I'm finally, because um, if you don't know anything about the program, like the application process starts in like March, like getting your stuff together, working on your essay drafts and all of that. And now I'm like, oof. I'm tired. <laughs> Let me get this done. But I'm at the finish line, so I'm really happy. And with that, it's time for tea. This week we'll be talking about Black Joy, what it is, the movements, the hashtags, and ultimately how crucial visualizing Black Joy is for modern Black life. Black Joy is resistance and rebellion. It is a way for people that are so often overwhelmed with images of death and trauma to combat that and use joy as a healing mechanism and ultimately a survival strategy. Black joy walks the balance between trials and triumph. Yeah, I think this is a really good topic to kind of break up a lot of the more heavy things we've been talking about. But like, you know, it's also like an aspect of that um, resistance. So... Uh, in 2002, an academic article for the Journal of Southern History titled The Pleasures of Resistance, Enslaved Women and Body Politics in the Plantation South from 1830 to 1861, American feminist historian Stephanie M.H. Camp writes, quote, just as exploitation, containment and punishment of the body were political acts, so too was the enjoyment of the body. So. Uh, black bodies have always been political, whether we want them to be or not. And uh, since we were brought to the Americas, like the destruction and the punishment, all of that um, have become political symbols. Um, and so expressing joy in an uninhibited and gra grand way, a groundbreaking way, is inherently a political act of rebellion. Um, a vogue... UK arts and lifestyle article by Shante Joseph chronicles the history of black joy and why it's so important, especially today. 
Uh, Joseph says, we actively trace the spatial and temporal control of black expression from slavery and colonialism through to today. This is why the act of joy is resistance. And as we use our physical bodies to protest, march and demand change, we must also use them to experience the pleasures of joy. And yeah, and that's like why we have hashtags like black girl magic and black boy joy. We want to recenter ourselves in the midst of tragedy and also in the midst of the way that other people conceive black bodies. An article from contributors at the Black Youth Project talks about the hashtag Black Joy Project as a form of resistance in an anti-black world. New York City organizer Cleaver Cruz discussed how activism efforts bombarded them with sadness from being overly exposed to the black death and trauma. Um, that organizer goes on to say, I had already made a commitment to not watch any more videos of black death and continue refusing to repost them anywhere on the internet, Cruz said. It occurred to me that black people's everyday commitment to locating joy in our lives often pierces through the troubled moments, like the light shining in my room. It, it not only allows us to think differently about struggle, but also to center on our capacity to overcome, despite all that might try to harm us, and work through the difficulty of the moments when we do not. That day, what would soon become hashtag Black Joy Project was born. Um, and like speaking of like kind of black joy i've seen or like black boy joy and black girl magic i've seen like some criticisms of both of those terms actually so as far as like uh black girl magic i've seen criticisms of like black girls aren't magic that we're human um and i've seen criticisms of like black boy joy saying that it's kind of inappropriate to refer to like black men as boys which like i've been thinking about that a lot for this episode and how like let's take like black boy joy for instance like using boy for black men has been is like racially loaded and has like really um racist roots um obviously however like what we mean by that is that black people don't really get to especially black men don't really get to enjoy fragility or gentleness or like childhood in the same way that other children might get to because like you are born and the idea is that you're like immediately a man, you know, even though you're definitely like a child. And so you don't really get to enjoy that because there comes so many responsibilities with being brown that are honestly kind of adult in nature. And then like for black women, it's like thinking of ourselves as magic. It's just kind of, again, like diving into our own like fragility and our own gentleness in a way that like black women typically don't get to like black women are typically kind of hyper masculinized in our society and so we do not get to have like gentility or fragile or fragility because we're thought of as being strong so thinking of yourself as like otherworldly in that way can be a mode of like resistance and can be a mode of kind of making your body more than what other people think that it is you know um and then we yeah. turn back to like this quote you know it's kind of like you want to be able to dive into something that allows you to let go of the fatigue of your everyday life. Yeah. I think it really just like embraces the multiplicity of expressions of blackness um, that we don't really get to see a lot. Um, when I was doing some research, a lot of things that I saw was just like, um, and especially over this summer, I saw an influx of posts of just like black people laughing you know, um, black babies laughing and stuff like that. Just like 
very random, but I think necessary compilations or expressions of that sort of happiness because we're depicted and seen so many ways. I guess we're depicted in ways it's just like sadness and, and trauma. Right. And we can become to think of ourselves as only being filled with like sadness and trauma. Yeah. And those are things that like, obviously we have to deal with and, and unpack and work on. But I think, I definitely think there is a sort of rebellious nature to embracing that joy. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like, I just think when you're like, I think um, your body has the ability, when you have the ability to like transcend all the negative things that someone puts on your body, it's automatically a really beautiful and revolutionary thing. I feel the same way about like being a fat woman. Like whenever I am out here, whenever I'm out here like loving myself and loving my fat body, like that is a revolutionary act because I was not like taught to love my body, you know? And like black people were not taught to love our blackness often um, in mainstream media. Like we kind of get taught that at home, hopefully, but you know, like there is not a lot of, visual depictions of us like loving our bodies and being happy with our skin and our lives in that way you know like I've made the personal effort to try and like not reblog or retweet videos of black death anymore just because it's overwhelming for me like I can imagine how overwhelming it is for my followers you know and that's hard because you want to bear witness to things but also you have to realize that like you're a person and you deserve a break yeah you do uh the Black Joy Project founder, uh, Cleaver Cruz, talked about that in that article about how it was the fact that he was seeing over and over again um, these videos, these like visceral images of trauma while also like organizing and protesting like with his physical body. He talked about like the the impact that that was having on his mental health. And then I realized that like, even though that was a few years ago, like I was experiencing the same thing this past summer. I um, literally had to like delete apps off of my phone so that I wouldn't get on them because it just seemed like everything was happening so fast. Um, You know, Ahmaud's murder, Brianna and George Floyd, I feel like all of that happened like back to back to back. And Ahmaud Aubrey lived not too far away from where my family lives. And so it it was definitely like close uh, to home. And then you see like people organizing right down the street from you, or you can see the effects of um, riots and things and like that. And so that definitely took like an emotional I don't know. It was, it was definitely like emotionally exhausting. So I could understand like why we're, we should be committed to not uh, reposting those sorts of images and stuff like that because you can like spread information without doing that, you know, without, I think you can spread information about um, organizing or just about like racism in general without um, tethering that to, uh, something surrounding death for like sensationalism or for shock value. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Or it was just kind of, it was exhausting where like, I don't know, I think a lot of people were also like turning to like their black friends for like answers, you know? Like I saw a lot of people on my timeline talking about how like their 
non-black friends were like is this what your life is like you know and like having to also like be teacher to people in your life is also like really exhausting for some people so I too like you know I stayed off Twitter and I stayed off social because like not only is it like people were doing a lot of stuff or like they were kind of reblogging these images but they were also just like people were being gross like racist people like they were being disgusting on social and I just couldn't bear to see that either so I too like I logged off. I tried to like, you know, but also it's like so much of our lives is on social media at this point because we can't go outside because we're still living in the middle of a pandemic. Um, And so I had to like find other things to do. And that's when I got into art and stuff, you know, Um, and that's also just kind of like proves how like powerful and needed black joy movements are because like black joy is not only self-care, it's like self-care. It is, you know, and that's really kind of the, the meat of it. Like it's, it's you have to remind yourself that like you are a worthy person and that you are not like all of these experiences that make you up you know that you that there's like so much more to you you know um so that reminds me of this Washington Post article that I was reading um and I want to read a passage from it because it like struck me really really deep somewhere um as far as like thinking about your body as being political um and so it's about um a mother and her daughter, she's out with her daughter, and it's raining, and her daughter starts, like, splashing in the, in the rain in some puddles, and her, like, first instinct, really, is to be, like, come back to me, like, don't splash in the puddles, because it'll be dirty, but then she remembered that, like, you know, like, life is so crazy, and maybe we need to, like, take some moments out for joy, so the, uh, the author, um, I hope I pronounced her name right, uh, Tracy Michael Lewis, uh, Gisette says, um, Joy as resistance isn't as much of a stretch as some might think. We constantly hear about the alleged rioting and looting happening during recent protests and uprisings around the country. What we don't hear too much about is the spontaneous breaks in protests when dancers and singers and artists take over where the chants and confrontations left off. The way the crowds stomp in insistent rhythm into the pavement feels like a diasporic clarion call. The engagements and weddings that have happened in the middle of marches are too often considered anecdotal for some, but are actually intentional acts of defiance. Why else would a woman dressed in ivory satin stand with her partner's eyes wide and full of liquid love, kissing fervently to the sounds of protesters' cheers? Choosing to express our joy loudly and without reservation is directly, is directly connected to bringing our imago dei, made in the image of God, humanity front and center in the movement. And that passage was so beautiful to me. Um, and it reminded me of this New York Times video that I watched where people were voguing at protests. And it was about how like Vogue has always been done at protests and how it is like an act of resistance and defiance, especially for like queer POC bodies. And I just think this image was so great because it reminded me that like in the midst of everything that is so gosh darn awful that I think black people have this very unique ability to make our joy make joy out of that you know like in the words of Beyonce um make like lemonade out of lemons you know <laughs> like we we just have like I, I I know we talked about how like admiring black people's resiliency can be a detriment to us you know when you don't take enough time to be soft but I do think like 
black joy movement are a show of the resiliency of black people and of black joy and of black bodies because it's like the worst things are happening to us and we are doing our best to carve out these spaces of joy for ourselves you know like sometimes the best thing you can do for the revolution is to live and to be happy like audrey lord once said caring for myself is not self-indulgence it is an act of self-preservation and that is an act of political warfare and i always try to think about that and how like you know like your oppressor wants you to feel shitty about yourself and so the best thing that you can do is to love on yourself and love on yourself fiercely and with gusto, you know, and love on people who look like you in the same way. Yeah, doing doing it just like with gusto. I love that. <laughs> I love that because it's like it goes against everything that we've been told forever. And it's like, oh, you think this is you think i'm ugly you think that that i am unruly you think that i'm criminal you think that i am a savage but it's like i i am none of those things i am i am so much more of that and i'm going to love everything about me everything about my uh you know the people that built me so wildly um and i love that we keep going back to audrey lord because i've definitely like have come to this quote multiple times um in life and on this show uh but i think i i also think like it's it's pretty interesting that like joy really can be anything like a sometimes it can be jumping in a puddle in the rain sometimes it could be drawing it could be singing it could be uh humor engaging black humor is a whole like genre of um black people experiencing joy it can be so many things it could be us recording this show um and i think taking those like moments for yourself to care for yourself in that way to be like okay I know that it's been a rough day but it's like I know that at the end of the day I'm gonna take a bath and in those 20 minutes I'm going to you know that's going to be me taking care of myself I'm going to be happy in that moment uh it's gonna bring me joy you know that's how I think that's how we have to live this life right and you have to like I think it's important to like also look like engage in images and media where like black people are joyful you know like I've been rewatching A Different World um it's a sitcom from like the 90s recently oh, oh my god looks, I loved A Different World fashion. so much as a child like my so my mom had his insomnia and so I used to get like really bad night hairs as a child and so I would like wake up in the night from a nightmare and I would come up to my living room and my mom would be like watching like TV one or something or like BET, just some like, you know, like, like a station that plays primarily black media, you know? And so like a different world would be on and then we would like watch it together. And it was so like deeply comfortable, like comforting for me. I always talk about how like Dwayne and Whitley's relationship invented romance for me. And it really did. Cause I'm rewatching it and I'm like so in love with them. And I'm at the part where they're like, they're like they like kissed a few times they've been on some dates and it's like and Dwayne's like in love with her like desperately in love with her but like she's kind of like eh about him right now like she's kind of like oh, oh my no. god <laughs> but it's like how loving it you know because like this Girl, show what? is about like a it's like it's about like an HBCU and like there's all these kids who are my age right now because I, I was like a little girl when I first saw them but like 
we're in the same space in life right now and I understand them now as like an adult it's like a 20 something in college and like they're just like loving on themselves I like cry watching episodes because I'm so like filled with emotion and I think that's like it's really important to like see bodies that are like yours loving themselves especially in like a specifically like black context like this sitcom is you know yeah um how have you been expressing or experiencing joy lately i guess in addition to rewatching a different world oh um i mean mostly like through art to be honest i got into digital art this summer um and so i mostly draw like black bodies and queer bodies and fat bodies uh just because i i personally want to like make a space for myself for women who are like me and have my experiences you know i almost also like primarily just draw women um i haven't really gotten to drawing men yet but i'm gonna get there eventually i'm not good at art but i do enjoy it also i've been listening to a lot of beyonce as cliche as that sounds but like whenever i don't know sometimes i'm in class and someone will see something a little racist and then i'll come home and i'll be sad about it and then i'll listen to like lemonade or um the gift deluxe album and i also have this playlist called f you and your opinions um and so it has like all of my what i call my power songs on there you know like all these music that i listen to when i want to like feel good about myself and like you know work through the emotions that i'm having um and then i feel ready to go out and like kick the world's ass after that and so that's really how i've been finding joy for myself especially given the climate that we're living in right now is i've been doing a lot of music and art and those make me feel good um yes mean so what do you do to remind yourself to have joy in your life oh well oof (laughs) i knew this question was coming and then i'm like oh my gosh what is that no 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 we are you and i are actually really similar because um i also i want to get into drawing and it was kind of like not accidental, but I have this print that I really love and I think you would like it too. Um, but basically it's just like this, this very busty naked woman, like laying on this, um, carpet and I really like it. But anyway, I was looking for antique frames to put it in and the one that I bought is the wrong size. So now I have a print with no frame and an empty frame. And so I figured like, oh, well, I have this this frame. What should I put in it? And I decided that no matter how long it takes me to do it, I'm going to create or draw something that will go in it. So I've been like sketching and trying to work on something that I like <laughs> to put in there. But um, I guess overall, every day I light incense. I love incense and things that smell good like if you walk into my apartment you're like "Mm, this is definitely like I think it gives off a very specific vibe but like I will light my frankincense incense or like my nag champa and like live my life and as soon as I start smelling it I'm like wow amazing all of the stress of the day is gone and so I think it only burns for like 20 maybe 25 minutes but I'm like in that time I'm like that is my that's my me time Oh my gosh. I, I've been, I used to meditate like all last year and I haven't meditated in a while, but I really need to get back into it because it really helped me like recenter myself, you know, and like work through all of my problems in like, like in between my therapy sessions, you know, Ooh, also I do recommend therapy because therapy will help you work through 
a lot of things. You know, I know that there is stigma against therapy in black spaces, as we talked about in our mental health episode. But I'm going to say it again. I'm going to encourage that all of my all of our listeners get a very good therapist. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It is hard to, to find a good therapist or one that like I think there are a lot of obstacles, but I, I also I'm co-signing on this um, on Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we support like mental, we support, you know, mental health journeys on Black Girl Tea Party. Um, But also like to our listeners out there, especially our BIPOC and LGBTQ plus ones, please remember joy and to have joy even when it's really hard to. But we love you and please love yourselves. And that's a wrap for our episode this week. Aaliyah, where can our listeners find you? I am at It's Aaliyah Dorsey on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Yasmeen, where can our listeners find you? I'm at Yasmeen underscore S-A. And as always, please follow us at Black Girl Tea Party on Instagram and search Black Girl Tea Party on Twitter to stay up to date with episodes. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcast and Spotify so that new people can find our show. You can also send us an email at blackgirlteaparty at gmail.com. Send us questions, ask for advice, tell us what you want us to talk about, <laughs> or just tell us how much you love the show. We'd love to hear from you. Once again, friends, thanks for listening. Remember to love often and with all of your heart. We'll see you next week. Bye.